Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We're back with another scintillating episode of Why Can't Our Studio Get Better Microphones, also known as Ask Eliza Anything. The quality sounds great to the listeners at home, but to me, it sounds like someone put a blanket over my head and I'm underwater with a cold. That's what it sounds like in my own head. No one cares. No one cares how I feel. Oh, but you know what's fun is I can hear the fucking headphones rattling around on my head. So that's cool. Are you sure you're not just having a nervous breakdown? Are you sure you still have a job with me? <laughs> I mean, nervous honestly, breakdown. at this point. You know what's overrated are nervous <laughs> breakdowns. Have you ever had a nervous breakdown? Mm. Like, except for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just think everybody, it sucks because we live in this society where, like, you can't say that. And it's like, no, actually, my aunt has chronic nervous breakdowns. So... But I do think people love, like, it gives me anxiety. Yeah, it's part of being a human. There are people that have disorders. Yeah. But for the most part, you probably are just, like, bitching out. I mean, yeah, I'm medicated, so I'm doing fine. Are you? Yeah. What are you taking? I'm on anti-anxiety. What? Is that because you work for me? No, I bet. Well, no, I've been on it for a while. What kind? Hook it up. <laughs> it's not fun. It sounds fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's one of the non-fun ones. Because you're pretty, like, even-keeled, I wonder. I gotta like, keep it all. Yeah, because before, I would just have a meltdown over my cat or whatever. Oh, boy. Uh, God, you work Let's in my help home. other people. Fine. I'm I've got saying, it under control. At the juice place just now, I was like, this gives me anxiety. Because other people are so rude. Like, don't stand that close to me. Like, this one guy <laughs> in a red tracksuit, like, had to be at the front. Of, like, the waiting area. And I'm like, you put in your order after me. Yeah. When somebody's waiting for something and they just stand right, like, at Starbucks, they're just standing right there. Yours isn't coming for a while. No, also, it's a guy thing. Women tend to not, like, cut in front of. Men kind of don't discern, like, oh, is this someone else's space? Like, what? It happens at the airport all the time. Yeah. And I want to grab and be like, I know you're not in first class. I can tell. So mm-hmm. quit trying to inch on the plane. And you're not a military service member. Plane So if you inches. board first... I fucking hate I you. I get furious because I sit in the back of the plane and right. I get so mad when I get back there and everyone's already seated. I'm like, how do you all already get back here? Because they lie. zone wasn't called. They lie. I mean, when you go up there and there's just people, it's like zone two and everyone's like zone six just shoving the past. Follow the rules. Nobody gives a shit. They don't. I board even if I'm not in zone one, which is rare. Because it's like, look, do you want some 
some dude who's going to like, oh, I can't get my bag. I don't know. Or do you want me who's like, bag goes here. I sit down like efficiently. I will board your plane quicker. Yeah. All right. Let's get the questions answered. Okay. I want to start with this really long one. Arsigo. Arsigo. At Arsigo, my husband, H, has a friend, F, that this person really wants this to be an organized story right at the top. Yeah. My husband, H. Not to be confused with Spoon by H, the Korean dessert place over there on Beverly. Or Sushi by H, the Japanese sushi place over there on San Vicente. My husband H has a friend F who just entered the world of vehicle rock crawling. What? A type of off-roading. F, the friend, is on a lot of... This is so... You want me to read this? Okay. How about I read it to you? No. F is on... People like my voice. People love my voice. They don't like when you tear apart their questions. F is on a lot of off-road forums that H is also on. Since F is new to off-roading, any of you guys almost falling asleep on your drive home, this is a good cognitive sort of exercise. Don't be... Since friend, because it's long, is new to off-roading, he asked husband a lot of questions. Recently found some of the questions friend had been asking were actually from the forums that he posted the answers that the answers husband gave. Sometimes he gives husband credit for the answers, but mostly not. What's more is that F just started an Instagram to chronicle his mods to his truck, which means modifications. <laughs> Immediately, I started to notice friend was posting photos from an event friend went to with husband and me. There were several photos of our truck. He didn't even have one yet. And the captions he was writing made it sound like our truck was his. Ugh. Oh juicy. At first, I let it go, thinking I was having a passive-aggressive day, which is something that only women have to consider, by the way, and made the captions sound more like, more than they were. After a few days, I looked at the new posts he made. More pictures of our rig got posted, and the captions still sounded like it was his. So I got nasty and comment things like, oh, our truck is so cute, or hey, look, our truck's paint matches the rock color, thinking maybe he'd tag us in the captions. Nope. Husband has no credit for the rig, driving and videos, any of it. Husband has spent 17 years modifying this truck to be what it is. He has his blood, sweat, and tears. Literally, we've made many an ER visit for shearing off fingertips. Into his truck, and now some glory hound, interesting term, is leading people to believe, one, he knows more than he does, two, our rig is his, and three, that husband's driving friends, driving his friend's truck, and it's pissing me right T-H off. How do I approach F? to let him know that it's taboo to deny credit when credit is due. Do I ditch the bitch? Do I let it go? Sorry so long. Just trying to be as thorough as I can. Why is your husband not upset as well? I think there are some people that get annoyed by this kind of thing and some people that don't because I would be so annoyed. And okay. I know people that would say like, oh, what, what does it matter? Like, you know it's yours. No. No, it I matters. I don't like it. Yeah. It matters because I'm assuming the community of uh, off-road, of vehicle rock crawling is not a big one. And, you know, you join those for a community and for like a hobby and a passion. Mm-hmm. You know, Hunter, who opens for me, will often make video compilations of our weekends and sometimes I don't tag him. Because his glory is not, like, editing my comedy videos in this world. Um, We do have an obsession with tagging people and memes. But, like, that is your property. He just sounds like a talented Mr. Ripley. This guy sounds like a creep weirdo. And I feel like it only will get worse. Your husband should be the one to say something. 
truly, because it's not like one or two tags. And if, if you're, it's like this imposter thing. Definitely start with, like, at least give him the chance. Like, have your husband say to him, hey, man, like, that's my truck. You're kind of making it sound like it's yours. It makes me a little uncomfortable. Your husband needs to say something because it's his as well. And I know that you feel uh, a loving ownership because it's your husband and you're in this together. But he needs to be bothered by it as well. Uh, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying anything. Of course, it will put you in the like, oh, wow, your wife's a real bitch category. I'm just I'm just F trying to hang out with H. But I don't think creep behavior like that stops with that. No. Like next, he's going to be like giving your husband hand jobs. I'm sorry. I just watched <laughs> Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh, which, God. Have you seen this, Scott? No. This what kind of it? behavior it just it creeps into other things so you should figure out a way to say something well and, and you're you, not passive aggressive no you have every right to be annoyed by this it just depends whether you just want to be like all right bye f or if you want to say look this makes me uncomfortable maybe he'll go oh i didn't think about there it is you know a i don't have i wanted to participate in this community but i didn't have anything have to have a way contribute. to do it there's a way to do it because i have you know there's all these like feminist blogs feminist accounts and they on more than one occasion have posted my work and just been like, this girl gets it, or this is what we mean. And I'm like, you have to, like, that is my face, and I'm talking. It is obviously my work. Yeah. And I said that to one account. They were like, oh, sorry, we got it from someone else. And I'm like, that's irresponsible that you didn't. Like, I'm not so unfamous that it's insane to find out who I am. Right. But I said something, and they were very nice about it. So you give them a chance to not be a creep. Mm-hmm. I also would have your husband do it, because this guy sounds like he's not going to take something well from you. He just doesn't give me the vibe that he's going to be like, you're totally right. He'll probably try to sleep with you. Next question. All right. Right? Doesn't he sound like that guy? Yeah, maybe. Or he's just so sad he just wants to be involved. That's why you say something nice. Like, we want you involved, but, you know, tagging, it's like signing. It's it's plagiarism. Right. Which I'm sure. School rules. No plagiarizing. Come on, man. (laughs) That's why they teach it. Wait, I got to take a sick bong rip. Oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, I'm so stoned. I'm really worried about one day just all that water spraying out onto this microphone. It'll be what? an upgrade. Ma- yeah, I was <laughs> saying, make it sound better. <laughs> Natty Sore asks, have you ever had a Reiki session? Also, do you ever cat sit for MHIG? No, that, it is not that kind of relationship. She is my employee. We are not friends. Oh. You mm-hmm. don't want to be my friend. We're friends. We're friends. We are friends. I would even but no, if you I were. wouldn't ask you to cat sit. I'd bring her to the vet. If you needed me to her. do a favor for you, I might. Right. Uh, I've had a Reiki healing before. You know, What's like, it's, do you know what it is? Mm. It's basically like an energy. Like, it, like, they assess this energy around you and they cut out bad stuff. They don't actually even touch you. Right. I think a lot of homeopathic and holistic things, I think there's a lot of merit to, like, Eastern medicine and things like that. And I believe it, but I do think believing in it is also a big part of it. Like, if you believe somebody cut out the negativity, you know, so it definitely doesn't hurt. And I did have one. And I did buy one for a friend. For the, uh, in the same way, though, if you're standing in the airport, is that the opposite of one of the same? Like, if you believe in that, if you're standing in the negative airport, (laughs) trying to get on the terminal, and everybody's pissing you off. Right. I could, I definitely need to work on my attitude. And like, even when I walked in the juice place, I was like, I'm just going to be a ball of light. And then this fucking guy in a red jacket stood right in front of me. But that, the problem with that juice space I'm trying is to be zen. There's very few parking spots. They're very close together. Everyone's like fighting to get their juice and then go wait for their audition or whatever they're it was doing fine. in the middle of the day. Look, long story short, I got my juice and everything was okay. Okay, um, okay next question. But I have had one. I am down with like spiritualism, energy, stuff like that. 
to an extent. I think right. what I think people th- call it bullshit because the type of people that purvey it are often total assholes. Yeah. It's always goes like, I'm just being spiritual. It's like, no, you're just being like a bitch and like explaining why it's okay that you do that. It, it like my aunt Debbie is really into that like new age way of life and she lives it and breathes it and is mm-hmm. just like a ball of light. So her, not the girl down the street that's like, I'm just like, I don't want any haters. Like that, someone says the word haters, like they're not spiritual. The one thing Sorry, you should never your do, tattoo says it. you shouldn't do a sound bath because it may be very angry. I know you told me that, but I don't see you enjoying things like that. Well, if everybody's asleep snoring like a bunch of fat dogs. Okay, is that because Blanche snores? No, actually, I wasn't even thinking about her. She's not. Well, that was your first mistake. Should always be thinking about her. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. It Meyer Boy has two questions. Number one, if you could interview one animal species, what would it be and why? What's the second question? Number two, how do you make a good first impression? They're so important and often leave lasting impression on your personalities that aren't true. What are you luring me in with this question so that I don't get bored by the second question? <laughs> uh, animal species. 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 I don't know. You know... You think you want to talk to an elephant to be like, what's it like to be so loved but so hunted and so wise? But then, oh, I'm sorry, octopus. Duh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a heartbeat. That's a really good call. They're octopus, so smart. I would say, or like a chimp. Or like, feel- like one of the gorillas that can like, that's really smart, like Coco or... um. What, what's he going to say? Like banana. Who was it? I Mighty, love you. Not Mighty Joe. There was this yeah, silverback gorilla at the Atlanta Zoo. Okay. Um, well, you take that walk down memory lane for a very specific gorilla at a very specific zoo. I think octopi, because they are so smart, there is proof that they share alien DNA. You can even ask Joe Rogan about it. They are an advanced, smart species, and they are unlike any other animal, and they're clever, and they can open jars. I follow several octopi accounts on Instagram. But as smart as they are... You, you, the conversation still might not go well because you just might not be able to like understand how smart they are. Relate, yeah. I think a chimp would be so interesting because you're just close enough, Mm-mm. so you'd be like, "Are you like, what do you think about us?" See, that's such a waste. Like, mm-hmm. I could ask octopi what they close. think about us because they're so ancient. A chimp, I'm gonna be like, "What do you think?" He'll be like, "What do you think?" We're almost the same. <laughs> we should get me some of those shoes. Yeah. By the way, I could rip <laughs> off someone's testicles in the heat of an rip argument. Rip off a face. Do you yeah. think an octopus though would know? Is it aware enough? You're like, dude, what's up with that alien DNA? And it's like, what the? Yeah, like, like we've about, been man. on this planet for a millennia. We've seen changes <laughs> come and go. We've been sent here to give you answers, but you keep chopping off our legs for Greek food. I just worry that they are more of like a, like how a machine can be really smart. Like I worry about that too. I really worry about that. <laughs> and your question about asking first, I mean, make, obviously, how I want do inter- you make a good first impression? Also, I'd like to interview Blanche just to be like, do you hate me? Uh, I don't know if you want that answer. Yeah. I don't know how to make a good first impression. You put your best foot forward. You try your best. People are going to hate you anyway. And that's the takeaway. Yeah. You know what I think is underestimated in this world? Eye contact and the right amount of pressure on a handshake. I hate when people shake my hand hard. I'm like, you're a man. You're obviously stronger than me. Yeah. What are you trying to prove? Or are you that unaware that you have this gorilla strength? weirdo. Yeah, when people either do a really hard one or like a really limp one, I'm like, are Ugh. you judging me? You think I'm not going to do a good job in return? A great way for me to write you off as a human is if you don't make eye contact when you say hi. Like yeah. in Hollywood, it's a thing like, oh, and this is so-and-so. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. And they're like looking all around. And it's like, cool, I'll remember that forever. Yeah. Do not ever speak to me again unless you're giving me a job, in which case, oh my God, BFF. Make eye contact. Make eye contact. And listen. No one's going to hurt you. Octopi might hurt you. Yeah. Next question. Knee Barker asks, 
Do you film your Netflix specials in one cut, or are they multiple shows edited together? Keep doing what you're doing. Could have sworn I erased that question. I didn't. I. This is exactly what you sent me. I, okay. I could do it in one take. Mm-hmm. I do shows that are one take all the time. You shoot two for safety, and you usually, I usually, female comics speaks for other comics, shames their process. I usually end up using the bulk of one cut. If yeah. you use another cut, it's not because, oh, you fucked up the other one. It's usually like, oh, we didn't get the take. We didn't get the wide angle. Oh, we didn't zoom in on that, but we did on the other one. Mm-hmm. So it's for coverage. Less uh, about the material. Okay. It's Mad- a hybrid. <laughs> hybrid? It's a hybrid set. Mad ham. My boyfriend's family often spews misinformation about what's going on in our world. I've corrected them before, and my BF says I'm causing drama. Should I just keep quiet and let them be ignorant instead? See you in San Francisco. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know about your world. Do you mean political? Do you mean, like, in terms of you and your boyfriend? I would assume spewing misinformation that she's correcting them on, I would assume it has to do with world events, like— vaccines, whatever. Like, not like... I don't know. Hold on. She didn't say that. She said our world. It could be her, like, what's going on with her and her boyfriend. Okay. Either way, they're spewing misinformation. You gotta pick your battles. Right. You gotta pick your battles. Is your 78-year-old racist grandpa gonna stop? No. And so there's that. But, you know, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Like, when you get in a fight, what you're supposed to do, I've heard, like a prison fight, is you'd grab one and you don't let him go. And, like, if you're, like, five people want to fight, you grab one, you don't let him go. You just beat the shit out of that one. So the idea is you focus on one vulnerable one and you take them down. So you pick that one aunt who's like, oh, I'll have to read that. That one cousin and you just indoctrinate them. Uh-huh. You're not going to be able to change everyone. I also, you don't want to be that relative that's like, actually, in the Washington Post, I think that it's all about delivery. You know, I don't know if you're coming across as preachy or whatever, and nobody wants to think they don't know anything. It's a tough thing. You don't want people to feel stupid. So I encourage a dialogue versus a preach. Right. Versus A dialogue versus a monologue. I'm so—I want all the information on why I might be ignorant about something, but if you deliver it to me, coming from the perspective of, like, you're a fucking idiot, here's what I know, then I just don't want to hear it. It's human nature. No one's like, she called me a moron, but uh, I'm open to it. <laughs> I'd like to hear what she has to say. So I don't know. But you live in San Francisco, so you're obviously very liberal. These people, who knows where they live. Right. Okay, you know, pick There's also a little bit to be said from their perspective. Like, everybody was really into socialized health care. And then you talk to people that don't want it. And they're like, yeah, I'm paying so much more than I was. Like, it's not always this cut and dry thing. And I think, too, as liberals, as people who live in coast, uh, on coast, coastal cities— we forget that, like, other people are leading lives in a totally different way. And, like, there might be merit to the way they think. Not when it comes to, like, guns and, like, birth control. That should be accessible, not the guns. But it's always, it always it never hurts to just, like, listen to why they think that way. Then you can dissect it and dismantle it. Yeah, you got to become your enemy to know your enemy. I got to take another sweet rip off this bong. Oh, my gosh. It's just water, folks. It's the bird bath of sound baths. It is the bird bath for a baby. <laughs> All right. Stacy Liz. Stacy Liz. Hey, Liza and Emily. I look up to both of you extremely, especially because Emily is my spirit animal and who I basically what? am. A what? little less messy. <laughs> and Eliza, because that's who I hope to be like one day. But question for both of you. All right, fine. What's the weirdest thing you think the other does? Oh, 
I haven't thought about this at all. Really? It's all I think about. I think about you all the time. That's a good question. <laughs> the weirdest thing? Well, I don't want to, like, hurt your feelings. Because, <laughs> like, you are a hoarder. Okay. I don't want to shame you. That's fi- The hoarding is fine. You have a weird proclivity for, like, holding on to garbage. Like, yes. I can see it in your face. <laughs> I'll be like, clean this car out. There's no reason for this McDonald's wrapper to be here. And you're like, I'm a getting. Like, you just... <laughs> It does like it's almost like you want to see how gross it can get I before mean, I almost fire you. It's never like unlivable eh. most of the time. I cleaned out your seat. I almost hit you this morning. You. <laughs> <Because I was laughs> when I cleaned out your seat just for you. In her car. See, that's the thing. I'm like, clean out your car. She's like, okay, I'll clean out exactly where you sit. Yeah. Because you're being defiant. You're like, I'm, no, keep, I'm the queen defiant. of my dirt. It was I realized I needed to do something. And so I did the best I could in a small space rather than an okay job in the entire space. <sighs> okay, don't try to justify it like that. Versus, like, all you had to do was, like, pick up some of the shit in the back of the car. And it's, the like, still there. The back of the car, Blanche likes that stuff. No, she does not like garbage. Yes, she does. She loves it. Oh, my God. I feel like I work for the state. I'm, like, trying to take your baby away. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. I don't know if, like, weird... Because weird, as a kid, I was called weird. And to me, weird has, like, a negative connotation. Yeah. Because I don't think you're, like, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you love strong women in a lead role. And you love your DVD collection of movies that, like, nobody else wants I to mean, watch. I mean, that's pretty—people think that's very weird, that I still have physical media. Yeah, you have DVDs. I think it's hard because we just live very different lives. Like, the things that you do that I don't do would be the things I would think were weird. But that's, like, going— out to eat and at like 10 I think it's weird that you start your job at 10 p.m. when I'm in bed yeah but that's like your job yeah I don't ever you don't you're solid so I don't ever hear like and she's humming that weird song again (laughs) oh yeah okay you've got this like CD it's like S Club 7 (laughs) or something it's like All Saints no it's Girls Aloud oh my god it's horrible (laughs) and it's just one CD that sits in her car and she'll always try to put it on and I'll like I went to reach for the radio the other day and you're like did you mean this and you put on your CD and it's just girl it just sounds like ABBA but like 90s ABBA and it's just like (laughs) and you don't realize how bad it is it's not a CD it's an iPod playlist called British and it's Girls Aloud and it's all the members individually it's just really bad music and you play it all the time so I guess that yeah but it, you don't have any, like, twitches or anything. Right. I mean, yeah, I can't. I was excited to hear your answer. So I truly, I mean, we just. You don't have an answer. You love that Who's the Boss song, but that's not, like, <laughs> weird. No, that is weird. I mean. Wait, let me explain. <laughs> my publicist, who's also one of my best friends, so I call his office a lot. The hold, <laughs> the hold music, we should play it. His hold music? I'm going to call their office and be like, will no, you put us on hold? Don't let them say, should we cut out when they say who they are? I guess it doesn't No, matter. it's on my website. Okay, here we go. Okay, before I play it, the music sounds like the beginning of the Who's the Boss theme song. In memory, not as much when you play them in side practice, by side. And then because of that, I've started singing it on loop in my own home. Yeah. But the song very quickly becomes about suicide versus yeah. like finding love. Okay, let's see if we can get them to do it. I think Craig's going to answer just confused. Does the sound come out of here? Yeah, I believe so. You've reached Polaris PR. Oh, no. If you know your party's extension. Well, oh, people no. are so fucking precious about their lunch. 
Oh my god. How am I gonna play it? Why now? don't we can we loop it in later? <laughs> we'll loop it in later. Hold we'll on, record it on your Zoom. Hold on. I'm seeing if you can put me on hold. <laughs> Hi, hold please. No, I'm asking for hold. <laughs> hold on. If you know your party's extension, I should know it. For okay, wait, hold on. Nine. This is show you something funny. For Stacey Wolf, press one. For Greg Longstreet, press four. For Oops, I pressed the wrong button. Oh my god. <laughs> what I want to show you that's funny about this. He's been working there for the like ten years of my career, and when you hit Greg Longstreet press four, it just goes like goodbye. No, he's calling me, Greg. I'm trying to. You're on my podcast, and I'm trying to play the hold music at your office. That's terrible. Will you please put me on hold? Sure. Hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time for love and a time for tips. Take a chance and face the wood. Right. But the song is now. There's a time for love and a time for tips. You take your life in your own hands. That you're done now. Okay. <laughs> I just hung up. The lady called me back. I, I mean, here's the thing. So, because I've been with you for so long, like, you, like, yeah, you sing songs. You got your own little songs you sing. You got the same. Sometimes you'll have one thing that you're, like, mm-hmm. whistling or humming for days, like, and it changes. But that's a, but we've just been together. It's like white noise. Like, it's not something where I'm like, what's she doing? I think you're very used to hearing me just scream to myself. You do do a lot of noises. And sometimes I, I'll answer and you'll be like, I wasn't talking to you, <laughs> so I just leave you. So you could just be, like, keel over up there one day and I'm not coming up because I don't know what's happening. I thought about that. I was like, if I tried to kill myself for the attention and I took a bunch of pills but I I couldn't lay in my bed because she would never come into my room so I'd have to lay on the floor by the the door the one time I came in there you were um you got your PRK surgery oh yeah and you were conked out and I was so I just kept going in and looking to see if you were breathing hoping I wasn't no hoping that you were because I was like what if she stops what do I do so I just so I walked and I just had to get right up to you and be like uh, okay, I saw it. And then saw walked it. back out. I saw her mustache moving. Do you want to hear the Who's the Boss song again? Yeah. Do you want to, like, text Greg and be no. like, oh, you, I, I paid them. you're going to play the Hello? real Who's the Boss song. No. You don't want to play the real one? You've reached Polaris PR. If you know your party's extended. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Okay, cool. That's how you get to my publicist. <laughs> Look, do you want to play the real Who's the Boss song? Or you don't even want to compare the two? No. Okay. Because we don't have well, the rights to that, but we definitely have the right to this <laughs> watercolors. So, take your life in your own hands. But that's not anyone who knows your act. It's like, you know, yeah, you're up there uh, screeching away. He's going to get so mad at me. We have to go to this Vanity Fair party tonight, and he's going to scold me and be like, this is a place of business. You can't I just have a job. Please oh. stop calling my office. You know what your job is? You've reached Polaris. Stop job. calling them. Extension, you're going to... What's two? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Are you mad? What? No. Will you, well, pu- what you- Will you put me on hold again? <laughs> Will you put me on hold again? Does it work? Just put me on hold. Does it work? Yeah, it works. I just need to hear it again. You're killing me. I'll call you later. Put me on hold. 
There's a time for love and a time for tips. Take your life in your own hands. Yeah, so you'll just scream that by yourself upstairs. Yeah. And I'll just continue about my day. What was the question? How do you make a good first impression? No. What's the weirdest thing you think the other does? Yeah, there's that. Well, but it, yeah, it's hard when you've known each other for a while. Because I, I can't think, nothing you strikes me weird? as weird because it's been a while. Emily won't take chances. Like, she won't make an illegal <laughs> U-turn. She won't get into, like, a passing lane. She's like, no, I'm just going to let nature take its course. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I don't want to get arrested. I don't need that on my record. I'm a weird person, so your weirdness, I only think someone's weird when they're bad. Yeah. I, I don't typically think weird, like. Or if somebody's, like, wearing a trench coat eating boogers, you know. Sure. It's like, it has a very specific connotation. We just, we live such different lives that I think it's... But, like, the same life for, like, nine to six every day. Yeah. But, like, on the weekend, you're outside. Being glamorous. Yeah, being glamorous. Glamming it up. I'm you're... inside watching movies from the early 90s. One day, someone's going to be in a in a movie theater, and someone's going to keel over, and they're going to be like, we need to know 90s movie trivia. <laughs> Can anyone help? And That's you'll be like, my... I'm a rapping mama. Here dream. I come, kids. What was the other I... name? There's another one this morning. Know. I am so mad that I never win at trivia because there's always, like, sports components you don't know and music, and I just know the entertainment part. If you ask her if it's GIF or GIF, she knows the answer to that one. She knows how to make a bit.ly. Yours is how to, to make, make a, a bit.ly. bit.ly. <laughs> you know how to search stuff on Reddit, which is just a bog of oh, words to me. I love it. I love it. Creep words. All right, next question. All right. Now that we're solving the problems— <laughs> Solving other people's problems. Well, can you Wait, help? How many more times do you think we call Greg back before he don't? Like, please don't. I'm Negative scared. two. <laughs> I don't want you to lose him on this podcast. Okay. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. 
we have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all bowl and branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bowl and branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. M. McCarthy Obux. How do you come up with your significant other's pet name? Do you keep the same one if you find a new boyfriend or change it based on their personality or looks? Eliza, you have a pretty specific name for your husband, so who better to ask than the expert herself? Listen to me. If you have the same pet name for multiple boyfriends, you are like that creepy lady that just keeps getting Bichons. Like white (laughs) Bichons and naming them Bailey, like over and over. Well, outside of like... Baby or whatever. Yo, babe and baby are different. Yeah. Uh, I have to be honest. Uh, sometimes, like, you set the tone. Like, I called him babe first. Mm-hmm. But we're not babe couple. Mm-mm. It's kind of a vacuous. He says it sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't fit, but I let him do it because, like, <laughs> I always want to be, like, the hot couple that's like, babe, babe. Uh, he's smoky husky specifically because he has white husky, I'm sorry, blue husky eyes that are, like, very clear and mm-hmm. very blue. Uh, and he, for the longest time, he smelled like barbecue because he was the executive chef for a barbecue place. So he's smoky. So I'd say he's a smoky man, mm-hmm. a husky man. Um, his I sometimes I call him Noodle, but he doesn't really like that. He doesn't really respond to it. <laughs> uh, and then we have we don't have pet names for each other. He oh he calls me. Nobody ever has pet names for me. Nobody ever has nicknames for me. I just make them for everyone else. He calls me the world's tiniest detective because I'm always trying to figure out if I'm going to be hungry later. <laughs> I can never figure it out. I don't really have that. Like, oh, schmoopy. We don't- well, I think this relates to the next question, so I'm going to ask that. Dax is a name. Hi, Eliza. I was wondering your thoughts on baby talk. In every relationship I've ever been in, it seems like my partner or I can't avoid doing the cutesy voices. Yeah. Is this something that every relationship goes through? Can you avoid it? Should you avoid it? I think you guys have specific voices, not even baby voices, yeah. but you do like deep baritone, very white. You just sensual. do voices when talking to each other. I do that. I that is something that I bring to a relationship. Is like if you're gonna date me, one of us will be an animal, and we are gonna have conversations as if we are those animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's something that I like that he goes along with it. I like it when. So I think baby talk's fine. I think it's more like, are you doing it in public? Are you taking your love to the streets? Ugh. I want to hear him do the. We have this voice that's kind of like, um, like I'll if I, I'll be like, I don't. Do you think um it could be possible for uh, someone such as me to uh, accompany a person such as yourself to um uh, pasta dinner perhaps later if it could be? And then he'll be like, I'll make you pasta. I don't care. <laughs> So it's like a lot of me doing things and him like, sure, whatever you want. Right. (laughs) I think doing it in front of other people is annoying when you take any, your relationship, your issues, your love, nobody really wants it in their face. Like, oh, my baby. Or like, I fucking hate you. Nobody wants that. So nobody wants to hear like, oh, is baby tired? (laughs) Oh, num nums for baby go tie tie. Oh, yummy, yummy. (laughs) It's all right. So no. that's it. The answer is it's personal. 
Nobody wants to hear it. Lucky Keep for it him, the streets. our voices are ones that I do with everyone mm-hmm. and anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it would appear that it, it could be okay for someone such as me. I've also started saying something to the dog that I we tend to say. That's a lot. A lot of things that go to the dog get put on him. Yeah. I like to grab Blanche and move her back and forth and go, Orsessern, Orsessern. And now he and I text to each other, Orsessern. How's that spelled? Orsessern, like Vidal Sassoon. Okay. Orsessern. Anyway. It's just whatever's pleasing to your mouth. It's fun to say, Orsessern. Anyway. Steely Dane says the other- answer too long? No, that was great, because we were answering two things. Pet names, baby talk, do it, keep it inside. I th- you know what I don't like? Female comic judges other couples. When couples, like when girls are like, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, I call him dick. I call him fuckface. It's like, it's just, you're trying to like operate on like a broy level with a man yeah. that puts his penis in you. And it just, it feels a little disingenuous. Well, and it's hard then Dip when shit. it's like, if you agree though, then you're the jerk. Because it's just it's weird. Like, yeah. It's just not the way a loving couple should communicate, but whatever. Maybe you're oh. just biker chick and you're ready to fuck. Anyway, Steely Dane says, the other day I had to explain to my eight-year-old niece what a phone book was. What has made you feel extremely old recently? Oh, just leaving the house. (sighs) My body hurting when I wake up. Just seeing that, like, I'm not one of the girls anymore. Like, fashion. Like, not caring as much about fashion. Yeah. Because, like, when you're young, you're like, I will always care. I'm always going to do this. And now I'm like, I can't. I'm not buying those bike shorts. But you have cool pieces. Like, you're always, you always got something good going. Because that comes with age and wisdom. Like, I know Mm. a nice black outfit's always nice, but, like, the on-trend, like, I'll never be, like, no matter how much you work out, like, your face is never going to look like a 23-year-old mixed-race model. Like, I will never look that exotic and beautiful. Right. Like, I will never be one of those, like, disgusting, beautiful kids on Fairfax. That's just, like, dripping (laughs) with Supreme. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if they have sex. I think they're just, like, there on Instagram. So, and it, you know what? It does make me feel bad. It's an acknowledgement of the passing of time. Mm-hmm. And it's been really fun seeing that I don't fit in any of my pants anymore, despite my best efforts. That was a bad one. That was me trying to think it. <laughs> I think it's that. I think noticing that, like, weight gain is, like, something that happens a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. Okay. That makes me feel old. But not old, like, bad about myself. Just it is what it is. We're pretty much the same age, you and I. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, And I've quoted movies to a few people lately. Mm. And they've been like, oh, I was two when that came out. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, I feel that. Well, like, they can't have seen it. What a jerk. You know what? My whole life, a comment I got a lot was always like, oh, my God, you're so smart for your age. Or, like, oh, you're with older kids. I was always with, you know, like, a couple years older. And now they're all dead. So, no. (laughs) But it's weird, like, I'm not, it won't be the thing where, like, I'm with the older people now. Like, now I'm, it's almost like the people your age sort of all glom together. Like, I don't feel as special anymore. Yeah. I don't know. My hair is not as lustrous as it once was. (laughs) I don't know. It's just that. I don't care, though. And then, you know what also is weird? Same reaction I had when I was younger, when someone older is like, you don't know that Beatles song or that whatever? I'm like, who cares? When, like, someone, my sister or someone, I'm like, you don't remember that movie? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, it, like, my neighbor's daughter. She's, like, 12. And yeah. I'll say something. They don't care at all to hear it. I'll be like, oh, when I was your age, yeah, that was the Delia's catalog. Okay. Oh, yeah. They don't care. No person ever be like, oh, my God, tell me more. They don't give a fuck because you're old. Your time is over. 
the young shall inherit the earth. Well, things that hold nostalgia for you don't for other people. No, exactly. Nobody wants to walk down your memory lane with you other than someone your own age. And even then, like, I'm pretty sure my husband was raised on, like, a Russian sleeper cell internment camp farm. (laughs) Because he, from, like, I don't know, 1997 to 2008, we share no cultural cross-references. No. And every time I bring up something... And he's like, yeah, I remember that. I'll be like, yes, comrade, it was my favorite. The Friends episode, <laughs> the one with the couch. There's no one. But at least he's out there. He's he's trying to watch movies. Who cares? Next question. Okay. Orsessun. Ashley Charles, boys. Can we name the episode Orsessun? Okay. Orsessun. All right. Yeah, write it down. Right. Orsessun. Okay. I usually don't take requests. Whoa. Ashley Charles, boys, what are your thoughts on social media influencers and models? Hardworking, would-be professionals trying to break into an industry or narcissists with a camera and some time on their hands? You would be a professional if you got paid for it. So those who'd get paid are. Fair. Uh, look, I think we all don't like those people because they are assholes and get paid for it. That being said, some of them do what they do really well, and there is a skill to it. I think what bothers people is people who imitate them. We're never—we seldom are bothered by success. We're always bothered by imitators and people who try. Or society gets mad when you're trying, but at the same time encourages you to try. But then when you do it, it's like whatever. Nobody—they're like, oh, she's she's so original. So I think that's it. It seems disingenuous because so many of them do the same things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what bothers us, so it's fun to make fun of it. But, yeah, if I can make a living just sitting on my couch posting beautiful pictures and, like, writing, like, introspective captions, that's the part I always laugh at, the captions. Because I don't care if you're writing, like, roomy-grade philosophy. It's still you in bike shorts and a bikini. Mm -hmm. So I don't care. But it also gives us, like, we're still looking. I think they can just be annoying because it's like, you also, at some degree, you know it's fake, but you your brain doesn't always remind you it's fake. So you feel bad because you're like, oh, I don't look like that. I was like, well, most of them don't either. So I think there's that. I'm less worried about that because how much different is that than just model models? I'm more weirded out by kids now that want to be streamers, video game yeah. streamers. And so, like, there's a... There are commercials where they're like, oh, this phone goes fast enough so that you can stream, like, yourself playing a video game. And people are—there are teams, they're sponsored, there are tournaments. I mean, it's look, such a big thing now. If you're making a living and you're a productive member of society, you're paying your taxes, yeah. whatever. I think we're bothered by the people that aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. I know people get bothered by girls that it's like, hey, guys, people are asking me to post about this lip gloss. It's like, you have 500 followers. Nobody cares. Right. So I think we dislike inauthenticity. But some of these girls, like, that is their job, and they face tune, and they atmosphere tune, and they have the sponsors, and they curate this beautiful life that's fun to watch. Uh, the pros, I it's, wouldn't follow them into battle. But. but it is more work, I think, than people mm-hmm. give it credit for. It's yes. to make sure that if you're living off of sponsors, you have a lot of contractual obligations. You have to make sure you fill to the T. Like, you're not just like, I'll just slap up this picture. There's a lot of thought that goes into every one of those posts. And, yeah, and and you know it, too, when someone's, like, holding up a bottle of, a, like, I don't know, Aussie shampoo at Coachella. I'm like, you don't use that. No. But you're showing us that I get it. So I can respect that. It does seem a little vapid because it is all about looking at yourself and the Mm -hmm. quotes are stupid. 
That being said, I follow a lot of gym accounts because those are very straightforward. It's like, if you want this, eat this, try my nutrition plan. Yeah. That's a little bit more you can see the results versus if I'm just following a beautiful girl that's like, life is what you make of it. Be bright. I'm like, what are you, because you brightened your picture? Like, we're talking about. <laughs> People are just jealous, though. Yeah. I'm so self-aware that I don't even, you'll notice, I don't know if it's since I've been married, I just post a lot less pictures of my own face on Instagram. I just really want to post pictures of the dog, and I'm just so hyper-aware of the fact that if I post something, I have to be like, look, I want you to look at this outfit, not like, yeah. have a great day. Ugh. We're all doing it. Let's just go from the assent. We're all doing it so you look at us and tell us we're doing well. That's very human. Mm-hmm. That's why we do it. That's what Instagram's for. It's actually an acronym. Instagram stands for... Um, it stands for... Um, it's, it's now... It's now... So, take a gander right about me. Next question. Three by three stories. Hello, ladies. I'm a big advocate for reducing use of single-use items ranging from paper to plates and other recyclables to any plastic whatsoever. I'm realizing that the hardest things for me to stop using are cans, canned beans or tomatoes, coffee cups like Starbucks and plastic utensils. There are very easy solutions to using these three things. I'm making sure I'm diligently acknowledging when I fuck up and making sure I change my habits. However... These are the single-use items that prove, provide the most convenience for me while I'm running back and forth as a full-time law student. So it's definitely a learning curve slash lifestyle change. What single-use habit would be the hardest slash most challenging for you to change? Ooh. It's funny because this has to do with my bottom of the cob. I suppose mm-hmm. plastic forks and knives because I think it's something that you need. Like most people don't think we're in the land of chew and swallow and they don't think to take that. You also don't know. Some restaurants only have plastic ones, mm-hmm. you also kind of just don't know where's your lunch going to be. Are you going out or are you with a group? And sometimes it is like, that's what we have. Or I didn't know we were going to grab this on the go. And I always feel bad. I always feel really bad because I'm like, okay, what do I do with this now? When it comes with like delivery food and you always mean to tell them, like, don't include that. I don't. Yeah. Why do they give you utensils? You're delivering it to a home. And they always give you so many. So I got like many. a burger and they're like, here's three forks. So I hate to say this, but it's true. A b- and, you know, you can't say this without it. It's like you're shaming them. A major amount of our plastic use comes from Asia and Asian countries. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they consider. I mean, these are obviously po- countries with a lot of people, poorer countries. And I don't think they consider it the pollution. I think when you're trying to, like, survive, I don't think. You have the luxury of considering pollution, but a big part of it is that when I went to Thailand, everything was a plastic bag in a plastic container in a plastic thing, mm-hmm. reusable. They're eating at their little markets, and it's tough. You can't even bring it up without people being like, well, look at your own problem. Don't blame Asia, but it's like that is – I've talked to many experts, and like that is where a chunk of it's coming from. And by the way, it's not just Asian food that you get delivered, but I have noticed they're like, here's everything, Yeah. even though you're at a home – so then you're like, I guess I'll keep these plastic forks and knives, but what am I using them for? It's tough because it creeps up on you. And that brings us to Top of the Cop. It's the Top of the Cop. You're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the Cop. I'm going to start right now with my bottom of the cob uh, since we were talking about it. Bottom of the cob. When you think, oh, then this just happened to me. When you think it isn't plastic or it's like plant-based and it turns out it is plastic, Earth Bar. Is that what it is? I believe so. This place where I love their juices, I always thought the cups were this, like, plant-based or biodegradable or something. It had green on it, and maybe it was just green and I'm stupid. 
And I thought they had plant straws in today, and I got one today, and I looked at it, and it was just plastic, which to me, especially at a place that espouses, like, holistic, healthy, self-love, like, all these things that should be on the same vibrational wavelength as being green and healthy for the earth, and you're just giving me a thing of plastic, and I felt so bad when I got it because, A, I remember thinking, I'm going there. I should bring a reusable container. And then I thought, oh, no, they have these plant-based ones, and I got there, and it was just plastic. But also, at what point is it, like, every time you go somewhere, you have to have a backpack, like you're camping with your now. Pla- with your metal. Now is the point. You Right. I mean, it's hard. you you got to carry now everything around with you to try to do your part. What You know what bothers me is that I will pay the dollar extra for the right— Like, you're already buying a juice. That's a luxury item. Yeah. You are. This is not budget juice. Right. I would pay that extra 50 cents, extra dollar for a cup that I know wasn't going to— I really would. The amount of restaurants—I went to Texas. Every drink had a plastic straw. Every drink. And it didn't even occur. They're like, what? Who cares? People just don't know about it. They just don't. And the amount of plastic they give out— Starbucks, you go, I'm like, can I just have a cup? Here's your lid. Oh, I don't want the lid. Okay, here's the straw. And you can't give it back to them because they've already placed it on there. Mm-hmm. We have all these sanitation things, not for public safety, but because people don't want to get sued. Oh, I used a cup, but then they had a lid that I was already used. Now I have botulism. It's all just corporations. Prote- everything is sanitary in plastic so that nobody sues you because we're all so money hungry and pathetic. So that bothered me that I was. they were charlatans about their green and I had a plastic cup I felt real bad about it what's your bottom of the cob my bottom of the cob is getting gas for my car I that's find it? it very I very I every time I'm down da- I'm low and I have to stop somewhere it's such it a is. chore I feel like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer when he's just like kicking all those cups and plates around like oh I gotta stop my car I gotta get out I gotta put my car down I gotta pull out this stuff then you stand there and hold it cause that little thing that's supposed to hold it closed it's never there it's broken off it's not working I just have to stand there holding it what no there's a latch yeah at 90% of gas stations I go to the latch is like broken never had that Okay, well, that's how I'm living. I do know how to use it. Okay, here's the conversation. You got to feel around with your trigger finger a little bit. You got to get that trigger finger in there. (laughs) You have to, here's the conversation. I don't want to drive. Do you want to drive? Okay, I'll drive, but I have to get gas. So it's like, yeah, but you've got to sit with me while I gas up. Yeah, because no what there's something about it that's it's like boring. even though it takes what ten minutes, I'm just like, oh, I don't have the energy for this. I don't want to stop. I will go. Ugh. It's I, like going to the airport. It's not the actual flying. It's getting there, getting yeah. the security, pulling into the gas station, getting yeah. the thing, scan my car. This is full service. Go over here. This pump doesn't work. I have to buy all this candy in the stop and go because <laughs> I'm hungry. Bottom of the cob. That was your bottom of the cob. My yeah. top of the cob is, okay, we'll keep it on a holistic tip. I went to go see an acupressurist, an acupressure doctor. Puncture. Sorry, acupuncturist. Because when I called them, they were like, do you mean acupuncture? Acupuncture. Go, yes. <laughs> and it's hard to describe this because I just said that thing about Asian countries, which is a true fact, so relax. She was 100% Korean, the bubbliest woman I've ever met, and it was like a motivational talk within the acupuncture. <laughs> And she was like, okay, my name is, what is her name? Like Kim. Dr. Na. Dr. Na, but her first name's like Kim. Oh. It means policeman. So I know it's a little girl. I was like, where's policeman? It is me. Like she like thought her name was so funny. I could not stop laughing. She was so impressed that I remembered like two Korean words. She's like, you're smart. 
I was like, I am so smart. Thank you, Dr. Na. So she does the acupuncture. She tucked me in to like a blanket. She said, I take care of you like your mommy. I tuck Aww. you in. I take care. I heal you. I was like, okay. Then we did it. And at the end, she was like, no more. Like moving your mouth. Like I chew my lips a lot and yeah. like just out of like a nervous tick. She's like, no more. And I was like, I do that. You're right. She's like, it's nervous. It means fear. You are not afraid. I was like, I'm not oh. afraid. She goes, you're a beautiful girl. I was like, I am. Thank you. You're smart. Repeat it. I was like, I am smart. She goes, you had long life. So the waiting room experience was amazing. How was the actual actor? Oh, my God. And I was fully (laughs) naked. People are going to get mad that I'm imitating her, but I'm doing it from a place of just like, it was so cute. It was so sweet. And then she gave me a hug. She was like, okay, you're a happy girl. I was like, I am. Hug me. And then she, okay. And she kissed me on the forehead. This is a medical experience. Yeah. But I left so happy. And I'm going back. So all you fucking white liberals out there enraged that I dare comment on a Korean doctor. This is someone that I am patronizing, that I am going back repeatedly, and I really enjoy the experience, and I recommend it to others because she was a good doctor. Sounds like a nice experience. Stay out of my fucking DMs. You make make me as a liberal, you make me feel, make me feel very right. Winged. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just over it. But yeah, she was great. Dr. Na. That was great. She kissed me on the forehead. It was awesome. I'll be very interested to see when you go back if you get the same treatment or if that was just like first time treatment. She kissed me on the mouth next time. (laughs) We're moving in together. We're getting a plant. All right, your turn. (laughs) My top of the cob is the film Basic Instinct because I rewatched it and it holds up. And I should uh, say everybody watch it. Watch it with your families. Watch it in your home. Don't watch it with your family. Don't watch it with your families. Fun fact, Sharon Stone is a fan of mine, I found out. And we are going to work very hard to get her on Truth and Eliza. Well, that's why Sorry, I was Sorry, that on is a... not the podcast name. No. Nope. On Ask Eliza Anything. Whatever. Don't even edit it out. That's why I was on a Sharon Stone kick because I was like, oh, God, she was I'm so good. Mirror. And so I watched it and I was just like, oh, this still holds up. And I loved Basic Instinct 2. Question. I just got a collector's edition of it. When yes. she comes in, are you going to wear a skirt? No. Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome. awesome. <laughs> Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.